You're listening to the Diary Discoveries podcast brought to you by Sally'sDiaries.com. Now here's your hosts, Sally Ivey and Jeff Richards. Welcome back, everybody. Well, Sally, the last few days have certainly been interesting for us. So interesting. I have been having so much fun with this whole series. And even though I bought this diary several years ago and have been researching it for several years, all of a sudden new stuff keeps popping in. And I think that's because we're diving in even deeper to her entries. And we're finding out new things and some very exciting things that... We can't share everything with you now. We'll be sharing throughout the episodes. Yeah, because we don't want to spoil the ending. And there's so many things that this has taken us in so many different directions that I've had to get a dry erase board because I said, I told Jeff, I want one of those boards that the detectives use where they can put notes, sticky notes and colored thread and pictures and stuff on it so I can get things straight in my mind. And I said, I draw the line on yarn and spider web of yarn and activity in our house. I said, no, but we do have the board. We do have the board with a sticky nose and it really has helped because our neighbor, Terry, she had mentioned that this is like a mind map. Exactly. And it is because once I started that, oh my gosh, the things that started popping. So we are anxious to share this with you. We really are. It's exciting news. Right. And it brings us to a new development that two new history detectives from Bennington, Vermont have joined the case. So we wanted to thank, of course, we have Sarah already, and then Callie and Robert, and they're both from the Bennington Museum. And they have been emailing and are looking at information and verifying and finding things. And if the three of you are listening, you guys are amazing. We couldn't have done this without you just to have... The foot on the ground in Bennington. I think Sarah said she was a longtime resident, and so was a lot of her family, too. So this has been a tremendous help. It certainly helps the diary discovery budget, because yes. there is $0 in the budget. Wouldn't we love to fly to Vermont <laughs> that right would be now fun. and just trace the paths of Violet and Vic? So thanks, you guys, for going along this journey with us and helping us. Well, one of the things that we've learned from the three detectives back in Bennington is about the restaurant. Yes, the name of it. Well, it's actually not Italian. It's Greek. Gianelli's. And I thought, I think we were calling it Gianelli's to make it more Italian. So just know that a lot of names sometimes and phrases, we might not get totally correct, but there's the correction for Gianelli's. Sure. You know, you live in one area and you know how things are pronounced. That reminds me of the Frasier show where they would call like Lake Chelan, Lake Chelan. Yes, things yes, like that. Things so, like that. You, know, you don't know if you don't live there. And anyways, we want to be as factual as we can. I agree. Yeah. So that's always good to know. And again, they are on the hunt for us. So hopefully we'll gather some more relevant information that we can share. Because I'm sure many of you listening to this, your minds are also going, okay, what's going on? Who's this? You hear of things. Just drop us a line. We're loving the emails. So drop us a line when you just have questions and or thoughts about this whole episode and this whole series. And where should they write, Sally? Oh, diarydiscoveries at gmail.com. That's it. Okay. So a short recap on the last episode. If you'll recall, 
that we left off in May, where Vic was upset about the killing of Bonnie and Clyde. And then that kind of surprised Violet. Also, he had purchased a home out in the country, and they're getting ready to move in together. And she's got some mixed feelings about that, too. Excited, but also she mentioned a little apprehension. Exactly. And precious. Little Sherman died, so. Yes, he did. Won't be hearing from him again. <laughs> in little doggy heaven. Won't be hearing from German in June. Nope, I'm afraid not. Speaking of June, the summer season's about to begin in Bennington in 1934. I'd be telling a lie, what a terrible lie, if I told you that I didn't love you. Friday, June 1st. House is officially Vic's. Showed me plans he has worked out. Builders will start tomorrow. Saturday, June 2nd. Vic went to house with builders. Cleaned apartment while he was gone. Went out to dinner. Fell asleep listening to radio. Vic carried me to bed. Monday, June 4th. Vic asked me to quit my job. To move in with him. Take charge of house. Told him I did not want to be a kept woman. He said, but you are already. Change of address doesn't make a difference. He's right. How did this happen? Tuesday, June 5th. S found out she's having twins. No wonder she's as big as a house. She cries with worry. Feels she won't be able to handle two. Paid Mrs. A rent. Maybe for last time. Wonder if moving in with Vic is the right thing to do. Wednesday, June 6th. Is leaving my job the best thing for me? I won't have money of my own, totally dependent on Vic. So many things running through my mind. Friday, June 8th. After dinner, Vic and I went down the street, showed me a ring and window of Watkins, asked if I like it. When I said yes, he went in and bought it. He told me it was my engagement ring. I'm engaged. I'm walking on air. Could not wait to get him home to show him how much I love him. Saturday, June 9th. Showed ring to everyone. Told Mrs. A that I would be moving out. Everyone cried in happiness, including Kay. Sunday, June 10th. B and T stopped in to see my ring. Advised them to take my apartment when I leave. It is larger and Mrs. A will need a new tenant. They're excited and ran off to speak to her. In 10 days. This is what happens. Vic owns the house, asks Violet to quit her job. She pays rent for the very last time, and she's engaged in 10 days. Yeah, that was a quick closing on that house, wasn't it? Yeah. I suppose if you walk in with a bag of cash and you say, here it is, move out, and somebody says, okay, but it sure seems pretty fast to me. Very fast. I'd do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see this big water. I mean, he said he's going to offer them, you know, a deal that they can't refuse. And I'm sure he did. I'd love to know what he paid for that house. Well, and that is one of the aspects that we are researching mm -hmm. is the house. And then on the page where she got engaged, I just want to 
say that she wrote the words, I'm engaged in capital letters and draws a little heart by it. So she's kind of love struck. She is. She's also concerned about losing her independence. Yeah. She valued that. And she wrote on the 6th, asked herself the question, is leaving my job the best thing for me? I won't have money of my own. And then told Vic, she told him I did not want to be a kept woman. But he said, you already are. That's a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. In his mind, he's got that all pegged. Yeah, he does. So they're going to be moving into a house pretty soon, I think. Indeed. Well, and then also we know about S having twins. Yes, that's right. That's um, a big deal, having twins, for all you mothers and fathers of twins out there. Right. And she wrote that she cries with worry, feels she won't be able to handle two. And I suppose that's what most parents feel when they first hear about that. Yeah. Especially if it's your first. Yeah. So, so much has happened in 10 days. For sure. Monday, June 11th. Kay all upset. Jay has left her. No explanation, just that he has to leave and will not be back. He's being sent to Illinois, and she cannot go with him. No consoling her. Best to let her cry it out. Tuesday, June 12th. I quit my job. Am moving into house to be a wife soon and take care of house. Also hope that Kay will feel up to helping me and somehow start to cheer her up. Wednesday, June 13th. Busy with packing and overseeing workers at house. Kay helps me after work. She is a godsend. Hasn't cried, but I know she wants to. All I can do is hug her. Thursday, June 14th. Decided to throw July 4th party. Kay helping with plans. Offered her bedroom at house so she can stay any time. When Vic is away, I will need her to be with me. Lonely out in the woods. Friday, June 15th. B and T have brought some of their things to apartment. I am moving items out. They are moving items in. Mrs. A helping the boys to put away things. I think she's trying to snoop. Saturday, June 16th. Planned food for party. Sirloins, chateau potatoes, veggies, salad with asparagus vinaigrette, desserts of fresh fruit, plum pudding with sweet sauce. Vic approves, but also wants to add hors d'oeuvres. Good thing money's no object. Sunday, June 17th. Moved into house. Boxes everywhere. Spent day unpacking. Rained late afternoon. Seemed gloomy in this big house. Took bubble bath in elegance tonight. Room for two and how? Wednesday, June 20th. Kay moved some of her things into her bedroom. She has made it all frilly. Builders all around. Ugh, headache most of day. Noise and nerves, I guess. Well, a lot of transitions these last eight days in Violet's diary. Yes, and... I was just thinking about this. All of this has to do with Vic. If Vic hadn't entered Violet's life, there probably wouldn't be that much change going on. Well, I don't know, but there's a lot of change. Like Vic and Violet are moving in together. Todd and Barnaby, because of it, are moving in together into Violet's apartment. And then Kay, Catherine, is uh, Violet's asked her, you know, do you want a room in the house? 
Well, this is after she got the bad news. Johnny G has left. For good, he says. And you cannot go with me. No, he's heading to Illinois. Why? That brings me, Johnny G's kind of been just a character kind of off towards the side. But, you know, he is friends with Vic. Mm -hmm. Does he work for the waste management company also? Possible. Mm -hmm. They must have a company or, you know, a side company in Illinois. Well, this very profitable garbage business. all over. (laughs) Right? So a lot has been going on. Well, and then she's got the menu for the party, the July 4th party that she's planning. Quite a menu. Long list, sirloins, chateau potatoes. Have you ever had chateau potatoes? I have never had them. I didn't really think about them until you started looking them up and mentioning it. So I'm I'm impressed. I had never heard of them. And I can tell you probably why I've never had them. The effort to make chateau potatoes is all about the shape of the potato. And I had to find this on YouTube where they cut these potatoes down to be probably like three-inch long shapes that look like a Zeppelin. And I watched a couple of chefs do it where they actually showed how to make these cuts. One guy made cut after cut after cut. Just the labor to make these, to make one. And you might serve four or five of these potatoes as a serving to a guest. But I don't know if Violet was doing all the cutting, if she was going to make them that way. She didn't write on the first, second, or third. So maybe she was spending the whole day cutting potatoes for all the guests. I mean, there is such a knack to this. When I was watching this video with you, it's like a sculpture. Yes. You have to, and they all want them the same size, don't they? They cook the same if they're the same size, but it's kind of like, okay, we're making potatoes because they said they served them on the Titanic and uh, we found a website that was pretty interesting. Uh, This was called the DowntonAbbeyCooks.com and there's a lady named Pamela Foster who writes about these recipes. She also does recipes that are on the Gilded Age, the new HBO series. So cool. Right. Because uh, we'll talk about that coming up with the the dessert. But yeah, so she explained kind of what it was. And they serve these potatoes on the Titanic and I have never had them. And so I was curious, like, what the heck are Chateau potatoes? You probably won't have them in this household because I'm just making you mashed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In fact, all of the trimming. So when they cut the potato into the shape... They, the chefs would say on the YouTube videos, uh, keep all of these trimmings for like mashed potatoes. And I thought, well, you could just cook them and mash them up a lot simpler. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, they looked, basically, it's like a French fry where it's crispy on the outside and, you know, cold and brown because they cook them in butter and then with salt and pepper and uh, the inside is a little bit soft. So a fancy French fry. Exactly. Yeah. Chateau potatoes. This reminds me of the Mormon crickets. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to stop on that. <laughs> but kidding. now let's go to the plum pudding with sweet sauce. Once again, I wonder how many of our listeners have had plum pudding. I have not. Well, yeah. And of course, I had not either. But uh, again, on the same website, DowntonAbbeyCooks.com, I saw a photo of it and it's kind of like a pudding that they like bake. So it's kind of like a soft cake. And there was many, many ingredients in this. And then there was the sweet sauce. And so with that, I have a list of the ingredients for the sweet sauce. Because maybe we'd all want to eat some of it. I don't know. Looked pretty good. 
butter, granulated sugar, an egg, half a cup of sherry or orange juice, a tablespoon of orange zest, and some vanilla. You mix it all up, you cook it, thicken it, and you pour it over your pudding. So quite a delicacy. It is. And this is, I mean, who made all this? This is a huge dinner with, that takes a lot of time. Right. It's quite a list that she has here. Maybe we ought to do that. You and I, one night we're going to have this dinner. Well, <laughs> that's how the whole Red Snapper thing started, really Sally. Did. Yes. I don't want to cook all day. No, oh, no that's true. So we'll let you know if we do. Well, okay. Or if anybody else decides to do this menu and try it out, let us know. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Friday, June 22nd. Vic gone to New York City again. He always gets a call and leaves almost immediately. Don't know how he can run a business so far away. He should just quit and get job here. Says money is not as good here. So again, this is kind of a standalone entry. I did not put two and two together, really, like you did for June 22nd entry, when Vic has to just get up and gets a call and leaves. Well, it just seemed like he's the kind of guy that is on call, maybe, that part of his job with the waste management business is to do something when told, like you need to do this now. So I started thinking about what kind of things could that be? Well, it might be to pick up that can that got left. <laughs> <laughs> That's full. <laughs> they they complained again. They forgot <laughs> our can. Go get it, Vic. Uh, I don't think so. I'm thinking that he's like taking care of business, taking care of jobs exactly. that need to be done, whatever they might be. And so he gets a phone call and she says he leaves almost immediately. That'd be so strange. You getting a phone call and say, Sally, I got to go. And you don't even tell me why. I haven't done that. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to. I'm going to be following you. <laughs> well, and she asked this question. I don't know how he can run a business so far away. Mm -hmm. So she just has no idea what he's doing for a living. Things just keep happening. In the depression, this man has lots of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Questions. Questions, questions, questions. Saturday, June 23rd. Kay loves her room. Glad she stayed. House is quiet with Vic gone. Don't think I could stay here by myself. Went to town, got shopping done. Kay and I designed invites for the party. Sunday, June 24th. Black car parked out front today. Watching house. Makes me nervous. Ask Kay to stay until Vic comes home. Noises in yard after dark. Maybe I should get a dog. Monday, June 25th. Nothing disturbed during the night. Just Kay, snoring. Kept me awake. She sleeps like a rock. Can't shake this nervous feeling. Mailed out invitations. Tuesday, June 26th. Noises in house woke me. Found Vic in den with more boxes. He laughed when he saw me standing in my nightgown with andiron in my hand. Said I was a brave woman. Kay slept right through it all. 
It would take a choir to wake her. Wednesday, June 27th. Vic told me that it's fine to have Kay stay with me when he is away, but does not want my friends here when he is home. Wants me all to himself. So let's say you're just sitting in your house and you're having a glass of wine or a cup of coffee and you're reading a book. And all of a sudden, this black car pulls up and you look out the window and it's not leaving. It's just watching you. Plus, you're out in the country now. Yeah. It's not like cars driving by on a residential street. And noises in the yard after dark. I mean, what kind of people? Well, think of it. Cops. Investigators. Bad guys. I mean, all of these are the kind of people that'll be watching a house. Right. And I think uh, there's another possibility, too, that somebody was keeping an eye on her. Whatever reason, we don't know. No. So, very suspicious. Mm-hmm. And it would make me nervous, too. For sure. Mm-hmm. And she questions, maybe I should get a dog. Too bad Sherman isn't around. Yeah, she could have borrowed Sherman. He'd have taken care of any. <laughs> Guys in black cars. Bit them in the ankles yeah. when they got out of their car. Yeah. <laughs> she needs a dog. So let's say you're sleeping. And all of a sudden you hear noises downstairs. And your man's gone. You get scared. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he went, hey, Violet, I'm home. I Or crawled upstairs and said, Violet, don't get scared. No. He just comes in and goes into the den with some more papers and... Of course she's scared. Mm-hmm. She comes downstairs with an andiron in her right, hand. And her right, right. Just a visual I love. I was trying to picture, did she pull that out of the fireplace, you know, one that they weren't using? Like, how did she, or how, was it out of the fireplace for cleaning? I'm not sure how she got a hold of it. But. Some of those houses have uh, fireplaces upstairs, the old houses too. So, yeah. Maybe she grabbed one and went down there to clobber somebody yeah. with it. So, yeah. he had Brave a, woman, he Brave says. woman. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. But what an interesting beginning in this new home. Lot of secrets. He's even very secretive with her and expects her just to deal with it. Yeah. And then he told her that, hey, you know, when I'm home, I don't really want your friends around. Yeah. If I'm gone, it's okay. But yeah. So Vic, Vic, Vic. (laughs) Vic. (laughs) All right. Well, what a month. And there's more to come. So we hope that you'll join us again, and we'll see what goes on in July. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. For more information about Sally and her diaries, go to sallysdiaries.com.